to Variety Bang, the podcast that bangs out interesting and fun episodes of varying content in 15 minutes or less, so you can enjoy pretty much any time of day, anywhere. All right, this is episode nine. This is More Spooky True Stories. Um, it is officially Halloween right now. It is 1.16 a.m. Uh, Eastern Standard Time, so happy Halloween. But for me, it's still Friday. Uh, not Friday, I'm sorry. It's still Saturday because... I don't consider it the next day till I wake up because, as I've mentioned before, I work weird hours. So it's still, even though I get home 12, 31 o'clock in the morning, it's still like the, the same day until I go to bed and wake up in my mind. But in everybody else's, it's the next day, and that's fine. So that being said, I am your host, Travis B., and I have two true spooky stories, last two spooky stories of the spooky season. I'm not saying... I'm never going to do any more uh, scary stories because there's lots of really neat stuff out there I want to talk about. These are just the last two of the spooky season because it, again, is the 31st of October. Okay, so we're going to jump right into the content. The very first story is called Greg's Ouija Board. Now, I have a friend of mine I work with at Henson. His name is Greg. He works first shift. I work second shift. We don't have a lot of overlap, uh, but we were good. we're good friends. I consider us good friends. I'm sure he does too. He used to work on second shift with me, and we got along great. We actually um, ran into a, we actually started talking about it a week ago, and he told me a scary story, but I only got bits and pieces of it, and I've had to patch it together until literally this past Friday, because I told him I wanted to use it you know, on this episode, and he basically gave me the outline and the details. I hope I do it justice, and here it is. So right now, Greg's about, I'm going to say mid-50s, 53, 54. Um, he was 10 years old when he found a Ouija board in a dumpster. Now, to this day, he likes dumpster diving. And honestly, I don't blame him. I, too, enjoy finding uh, treasures that people think are trash. Uh, but he actually found this Ouija board along with, at the time, he wasn't sure what it was, but like chicken bones in a jar and just, you know, weird kind of witchcraft paraphernalia. Now, he didn't take any of the witch pa- witchcraft paraphernalia. He just took the Ouija board because he's like, oh, cool. I've heard of these. I want to try it. Now, he's 10 years old. You don't know any better. So uh, he gets it. He takes it home. He doesn't tell his mom, I don't think. And he sits there and he has a friend come over because supposedly you need two people to really get a Ouija board to work. His friend comes over and uh, he, Craig admits that, you know, it's so long ago. He doesn't really remember the questions, but they were your basic, you know, will I ever get married? Will I ever fall in love? You know, blah, blah. You know, the basic stuff 10-year-olds ask. And the thing moved and it worked. And I said, are you sure it wasn't your friend? He goes, no. He goes, no. He goes, I, I know. I forgot his name. Let's call him Joe. I've known Joe for a long time and uh, he wouldn't lie to me. He goes, no one moved at, It moved on its own and it freaked me out. And after that, I did tell my mom. And basically, I, we had to figure out what to do with this Ouija board because my mom said, you can't burn them and you shouldn't throw them out. You actually have to gift it to somebody. I guess that's the proper way of relieving yourself of a Ouija board is to gift it to somebody. Uh, so he told me that he did find someone, and he gifted that person the Ouija board. And, of course, my follow-up question was, well, have you heard anything else, you know, any uh, good or bad or anything, you know, about the situation with the Ouija board? And he goes, I haven't heard anything. Of course, though, like he said, this was when he was 10 years old, uh, over 40 years ago. But it was just a neat little story in spirit with the spooky season because, you know, 
that sounds like a plot line to a movie. You sit here and you're like, I was just dumpster diving and I found this Ouija board and summoned something. So, you know, it's been, you know, that was a, that was kind of interesting. I could see myself as a kid finding something like that and just being like, you know, wow, cool. Let's try using it. Whereas now, even though, again, I, I consider myself a very level-headed and more like a scientific mindset, I would still wouldn't mess with it because you just don't know. You know, you, you know, you know, fire might not burn you, but don't stick your hand in there anyway to find out. Just don't mess with it. That's, best, that's the best course of action to take. So that was story one. Now, the next story, I remember a little better because it was my friend's mother. Now, I had a friend of mine named Ted when I was younger, and uh, Ted's mom will call her Mrs. K. Uh, she would stay up late at night. I remember I would uh, crash over Ted, Ted's house, and his mom, Mrs. K, would stay up until 4 or 5 o'clock in the morning. I always thought it was weird because, you know, back then, especially where I grew up in Long Island, New York, Everybody kind of worked nine to five, and even on Sundays by like noon or one, they rolled up the sidewalks, meaning everything was closed. So it was, you know, it was kind of a unique experience to see someone being up so late. Never really asked her, never bothered her, but I guess it turns out I heard why. Uh, one day, Ted, I was talking to Ted, and I said, "Hey, man, your mom stays up pretty late. You know why?" And I was, I was probably about ten myself at this time, 10, eight or ten, maybe twelve. That's why she stay up so late. And he goes, "Well." She saw something once when she was trying to go to bed, and it really rattled her. And I said, what are you talking about? And then he told me this story. And basically, Mrs. Uh, Mrs. K, when she was younger, and she put the kids to bed, and uh, her her husband, by the way, did work the third shift, just to throw that in there in case you weren't worse. Dad, he's working third shift, so he's not around. I get it. So, And she you know, went to bed her normal time about 10, 11 o'clock at night, and she went in the covers, and she all of a sudden you know, like, couldn't sleep, very restless. And she felt like there was a presence, like she was being watched. And eventually, she just kind of got up and looked around. And she looked out the window. And now, we lived in Long Island, New York. There was, uh, at least most houses, there was quite a bit of space, like a half acre or more sometimes between you and your neighbor. So you could actually have your windows open, you know, at night. And you're not really going to see anything, especially on a nice, there's some nice, there's a nice cool breeze. You know, you definitely want your windows open. So uh, she had her windows open and uh, she felt the presence and she got up and she kind of sat up in the bed and she looked and she saw that there was your classic gray alien at the window. Yeah, that's I, I said it. She saw a classic, classic gray is what they're called, the grays at her window. And she was freaked out. And the alien spoke to her without, you know, speaking. It used, I guess, telepathy and spoke to her mind and said, look. I need to show you something. It's imperative. It's super important, basically. You need to come with me now. I must show you something. It's imperative. And she got up, and she ran to the living room, and she lay on the couch underneath the covers, you know, scared to death, as we all would be. Now, usually that would be the end of the story, because you say, you know, well, she was sleeping, you know, she woke up, and she ran in there, and she came to her senses. No, wait. As I said, the windows were open everywhere, and again, she hides underneath the covers and she feels the presence. She looks up, peeks her head up, underneath the covers on the couch. Lo and behold, the same gray alien was there and was talking to her without moving his lips, saying, look, I'm sorry. I'm, I don't mean to bother you, I, I, but I need you. You need to come with us right now. It's, it's dire consequence. We have to show you something. You have to come with us. And she, at that point, finally spoke and just said, look, leave me alone. I'm not interested. I don't care what you have. Just, just leave me alone. Just leave me alone. Don't bother me. And uh, finally, the alien just kind of looked and just said, you know, so be it, and walked away. And ever since then, she she can't go to bed. She can't sleep. She can only sleep during the day, basically. 
Uh, she waits for her husband to come home probably about seven o'clock in the morning. She goes to bed because, you know, I guess if I saw something like that, you know, scared of death out of me too. But the thing is, you say to yourself, and I think the same thing. I'm like, okay, look, she's probably seeing something or having a dream, you know, and that's still possible, you know, because dreams, dreams can be very vivid. I've had dreams before where I had a nightmare and I woke up and I walked out of my room and I had a nightmare and I woke up and I walked out of my room, got farther than I had a nightmare. I mean, it happened to me once and it freaked me out. I sat in bed for like 10 minutes. The last time I woke up going, am I actually awake? So, you know, the mind is a very powerful tool and instrument and uh, dreams, dreams can be scary and they can be deep. But what really got me about this dream, if we call it that, of Mrs. K's was that she saw the alien twice. She actually ran from the bedroom uh, to the living room. And that's when most people would not, you know, kind of snap out of it and be like, oh, I was just having a dream. But she still had the alien talking to her again. She was a very stoic and stern woman, not a mean woman. Just she was not one you'd mess with. She could probably uh, just about beat anybody's ass, including any man in Southhold. She was a, she was a tough lady, and uh, she wasn't one to, to really you know for flights of fancy. She wasn't one to exaggerate makeup stories. So I you know in this instance because I knew the person, I, I take her word for it uh, that she saw something again. You know was it a, a somebody in a spacesuit? Who knows uh, an American. You know, you don't know. I mean, you don't know what she saw, but I'm thinking she saw something. And I'm going to tell you right now, if I went through the same experience she did, I'd be scared to death. So I give her some credit. She saw something. Uh, but those are my uh, two quick little uh, scary stories for the last spooky episode of the spooky season of 2021. And uh, this has been my favorite month. I really enjoy doing it. Um, I wish I had more content. Uh, I have something really big I'm working on right now. It's, it's going to kind of honor my father to a point. And I'm not ready yet. I was going to actually do it. This this was good. It was going to be for today, and uh, I, I'm just not ready because I want to. I want to do. I want to do it right. Um, I'm not saying that I'm doing these wrong by any means. It's just a lot of information to digest and a lot of you know dots, a lot of eyes to dot and teases to cross, and just you know, a lot of stuff you got. I want to go through to make sure that when I do uh, do this podcast, uh, I do it proper. So I'm not sure when I'm doing that one, but I could actually tell you next week that my podcast is going to be uh, the 10th episode, which is actually a very important podcast in the podcasting world, because most people say you could do about 10 episodes and then you start to lose traction. You know, you start to lose focus. You start to lose ideas. I'm just the opposite. I'm going to do my 10th episode on my podcast setup, which is basically what I use. And you can actually use less, but I'm going to tell you, and I'm not, but you know, you can, you can go on YouTube and you can see, you can just use your cell phone. And do podcasts, but if you want a little stronger of a setup, you want something you can interview people. I'm going to suggest my setup, you know, and I'm going to talk all about it uh, next Saturday. It's going to be about my my podcast setup and maybe a quick overview of why I've decided to go into podcasting and what I think of it so far. I'm really looking forward to that show. Uh, you can catch me at uh, Variety Bang at Yahoo.com. Again, email me questions, comments, anything. Uh, Variety Bang at Yahoo.com. And please look for me, Variety Bang, on Facebook, YouTube, not YouTube, I'm sorry, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. I want to wish everyone a safe and happy Halloween. Uh, be safe out there. Have fun. Uh, enjoy yourselves. Uh, eat lots of candy, uh, but don't get diabetic because that can happen. Um, that's what happened to me. No, actually, it's genetics, but no, just be careful. Don't eat a ton of candy. Enjoy yourselves and be safe. I'll talk to you soon. God bless. Goodbye.